There is okay. Now I feel good. Blanket <laughs> fort. Varying levels of nudity. Oh, and they're getting more nude. Oh my god. The nudity continues. This is good. This I came on good. a good night. Got yeah, you did. Sexy right? girl at my feet. Sexy Michelle's girls on the beds. Be sorry. Hey. We got happy as can be. Unger. We got <laughs> as happy as he possibly can be. <laughs> that is that's a You're good. You're getting the look. That is a good Uh-oh. laser look. <laughs> Unger laser. So you guys ready to do a show? Woo! Yay! <laughs> Let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it. Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle sex. Perversion. <laughs> Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience, some of which are very naked. Hello, perverts! Hi! I'm Kathy. Yo soy Papi Ramon. And I am Count Boogie, and this is show 138. Mm-hmm. 138, big jump. We got a lot of new listeners listening to us. Uh-oh. I mean, big for us, you know. It was like, a, you know, 100, 100 you know. more. Ooh. 100 more. I don't know where they came from, but there's all of a sudden. Because, you know, you get on SoundCloud, you get to see your stats and stuff like that. And, and we went from, like, we, you know, there's a certain progression that you grow. And this one just was, like, some big jump. And all of a sudden, there's, like, an extra 200 people there. And so Somebody's we're, like, out there nice. pimping hello, us. new people. So hello. Thank you for whoever's pimping us. And uh, it's just been, uh, hopefully we hit that snowball. So it's like today we're at this like, you know, 700, you know, in the last few days. And then that instantly obviously means that by next week it should be at a mil, right? Yeah, no. straight million, right? No, that's and not how then, it works. Then, uh, then, then, then it's money. Uh, the then it's money. <laughs> and you know what money means? What? Fucking fish tacos is what money means. Am I right? Am I right? Ain't going to be no 57 cent a pound ham that we cook for dinner. It's going to be motherfucking fish tacos. There's nothing wrong with that ham. It was good ham. (laughs) Unger, it was good ham. I didn't mean to insult the ham. That's right. But God damn it. Million listeners, fish taco party. Mark my words. I'm going to hold you to that. Hold me to that. Fish taco party for at least three people. At least, what? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> how stingy can you get? I mean, you know, the tortillas are like you know three bucks. No, <laughs> you know, you can't three. blow it all right away. Yeah, I can't just <laughs> fucking go and like buy fish tacos for the masses. Three at a time, people. Three at a time. <laughs> three at a time. Once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I function because I'm frugal. Don't don't uh, worry about that. All right. And I'm wounded, and I'm a little disoriented. I've lost some blood. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that you. was Papi Ramon <laughs> thank, who's here. Thank you, Papi Ramon. You're welcome. It, uh, yeah, as you can all see, I got my big, my big thumb, and and it wasn't so much the half lopping off my thumb yesterday while making chicken in a in a kind of daddy moment. Uh, it it was the aftermath that made it scary. Like, you know, we cut ourselves. You know, you get a good cut. You know, I was making eye contact with someone. I should have been paying attention to the fucking knife sharpener. Was it a girl? Was it a naked girl? Well, it was, no, it was someone, and it was like a moment, and they were they were having a feeling, and I was being, like, nurturing. And while I'm being nurturing, I'm making dinner, and I have this, you know, the sharpening stick, and I'm like, shh, 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 shh. And I'm all, you're doing okay. This is okay. The, and it skipped over the bridge and literally lopped my thumb straight down the side to the thumbnail and blood just starts spurting out. We got pictures of it. I'll post them probably tomorrow. (laughs) Is this, were you using the safety sharpener I got you? You weren't, were you? I got you a safety sharpener with a guard and everything. But that safety uh, dip, sharpener, dip, dip, dip. that thing blows this is all your fucking fault. giant nuts. Okay, you know what? So I have the thing, but usually I'm paying attention. And you know, you know, we all know. Well, at least some of us know. Unger probably knows. Some people in this room probably know. There's that moment when you do something really dumb to yourself and you know this isn't good. And you're like, and that instant is like, Am I going to be going to the ER? What's going on? And so instantly I just go, 
and I just grab it and I look down and I'm and I'm just very calmly because all you can think is dumbass, you fucking dumbass, you dumbass. And they're like looking and and it was Candy and Bunny standing there. Uh, uh, Mew was hanging out with her mom, uh, not here, but somewhere else. And so I'm like, God damn it. And they're looking. They're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Daddy, what'd you do? What'd you do? And I'm like, nothing. Everything's fine. Everything's good. We're going to look at this in a moment. And instantly, Bunny's like, I want to get the first aid kit. I'm going to get the first aid kit. And I'm like, okay, just calm down because I'm just like still trying to evaluate. I don't want to go to the ER. I don't want to get stitched up. But I've had that thumb, the same thumb stitched up when I almost lopped it off when I was a young guy working in the hospital kitchen. So, which was convenient, by the way, when you lop off your thumb mm-hmm. in a hospital kitchen, yeah. you're at the hospital, right. so you literally, oh, go down the hall and get stitched up. They'll probably still make you wait in line, though. Prob- yeah, it was, it was Kaiser. Um, so, <laughs> so, I open it up, and I look, and blood starts spitting everywhere. And, of course, fucking Candy, who is very much like Mew, is like, she's like, part of me is worried for you, and the other part of me is totally turned on. <laughs> By all this blood. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And the entire time, but he's like, I'm going to get the first aid kit. I'm a lifeguard. I've been trained in first aid. This was like her moment, man. She just saw her moment. Her fucking moment. Moment to of just, glory. To just shine, you did, know. Did she do the Baywatch slow-mo to, run? Oh, she, she was just totally there. And I'm like, okay, fine. And I go and sit down and I'm going to put pressure on it. We're going to see if I can just avoid getting it stitched because, you know, it bled a lot. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's not that bad. And I'm holding it. And finally, you know, I'm squeezing it. And I'm like, all right, fine. Get the med kit. And she's like, ah! Just squirming down the hall. Where is it? It's in the fucking you know threshold office. And so she's ripping apart the office and bring, comes back with literally like a trough, uh, you know, like a wheelbarrow full of like every fucking bullshit medical. Like we have fucking vaginal, like gynecological bacterial lube. She has bags of that. I, I don't need an exam, honey. It's okay. Um, and just like everything is there. And she's getting it out. And I figure she's talking about her training. She's talking about... You're lucky she was there. She's ta- Wait a minute. She's talking about, you know, hey, she's certified in first age, lifeguard. She does all this stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Fine, because I don't want to go to the ER. Let's just fucking do it. So she, you know, I let it go, and, I, you know, I have the pressure, and it comes off, and so blood starts running. We start, you know, kind of dabbing around it, and she's, okay, let's wrap it. And so she's all, do you want, you know, antibiotic ointment on it? And... And, uh, you know, the, like the, whatever, Neosporin, whatever. And I'm like, yes, okay, so let's put some of that on. And so I'm looking, you know, because the whole time Candy's like literally practically masturbating. (laughs) Like literally there's blood all over the floor and she's just looking down at it like, oh my God, I just want to roll in it and jerk myself off. And I'm like, God, you really are like Mew. And, uh, and so I'm not even looking and she's like, okay. And I see her come over with the gauze. And she wraps the gauze, she puts the gauze on the room, the wound, and puts pressure on it. And instantly, goop starts pouring out. Like she put like fucking eight tubes of fucking Neosporin for a cut, and it starts squishing out over the sides. And instantly, I realize, oh my god, I'm getting fucking healthcare from a fucking little. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's like, and she's like, it's gonna help. And I'm, it's everywhere. And I start peeling it off, and it's literally like stretching slime snot strings of neosporin. <laughs> you just and, can't let her do her thing. And I'm just let her do her thing. I'm dra- let, Kathy. There was enough fucking lube on this thing to give a gyno exam to a fucking brontosaurus. I swear to God, it was like a gallon of fucking lube. So I swear, I squish shit off my fingers it's all over now it's blood and goop and slime and uh, but it did kind of close the wound mm-hmm. and so i get it off and then i put the thing down i'm out. Like, oh my god just get a clean one and i start wiping it off and then like in her excitement she takes the exact same thing and puts it right back on and i'm on <laughs> not a different one so she gets a different one hey. we kind of put it you know we get a thing of gauze on and now it's time to wrap it okay with gauze right right think about that <laughs> Still realizing, oh my god! I've because t- we just had soap that day. Soap is our age player, you know, that we rent to, you know, Solaris and Caleb been on the show, and so it's a Littles event. So both of them are. I thought we had adults in the room, but we didn't. They're in little mode. So all of a sudden, it's time to now wrap it. So they start wrapping the gauze. 
and and then they kind of pull it and there's that extra gauze and I'm like, okay, get the scissors and cut it. And she literally stops and goes, you need scissors? And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, you need scissors. Where are the scissors? There's no scissors. So they start digging for scissors. There's no. I go, fine, get a knife, which I just cut myself with. So, so I don't even know what to say. So at this fucking point. Candy grabs a knife, right? And instantly, so like holding it, so Bunny's like, wait a minute, let me get it tight. So she grabs the wound and squeezes it so she can pull the gauze out. I'm like, that's the fucking wound. They are laughing hysterically. They cannot stop laughing. They're nearly peeing. They're laughing so hard. I'm screaming at him, just put the gauze. Dude, and so what is... What does fucking Candy do? She starts trying to saw the gauze down towards my thumb. I go, can you turn the blade upside down, pull it away from my wound? I don't want to be cut again. And they're like, "Ah, this is so much fun. And Bunny's just like, I like slimy things. I love to touch slimy things. Like, oh, my God, it's retard romper room. I'm going to die. I go, can you just take me to the hospital, please? So they saw some of the gauze off. And now they're... There's a thread of gauze. And they're like, there, and, and Candy's like, there's a thread. And they go into kitty mode. And she starts yanking on the thread and now starts unweaving the entire. I'm like, stop. Just fucking take me to the ER. Stop. And they're like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And I just, I, I, didn't even I, I just rip my hand away. I go, thank you. That's good. That's very good. You've both done very well. I've like lost a gallon of blood, and now I could finger a fucking elephant. You are a disaster area. How can this happen only to you? So then it gets worse. Am I the only one that hears Keystone Cops as this is going on? (laughs) So now I've put them both to bed. Okay. I got my big thumb with gauze. Tell me you didn't take the gauze off. Well, <laughs> Kathy, I, after a long day and all the wonderfulness that's been going on this weekend, amazing just play and love and reconnection and just amazing things. And I'm like, God, okay, they're better. Daddy gets his time now. I get an hour. I just want to make some coffee. Just want to make myself some coffee. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say, I put a glove on to continue making the chicken. And because I can't really feel it, I actually sawed off the tip of the glove on my thumb. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just gauze. And I'm like, this is getting dangerous. So they're like, Daddy, we'll cut the chicken. I'm like, I don't trust you. I saw how you fixed my hand. (laughs) And they're like, let us put another one on. No, it's cool. So now they're asleep. I make my coffee and I pour my coffee my boiling hot, searing cup of coffee, and I put the cup down, but it was awkward, and the entire fucking cup splashes scalding hot coffee directly onto my fucking thumb. Directly onto my thumb, and I go, fuck! And it's gauze, so what does it do? It sucks up all the scalding like a sponge, and I'm sitting there going, ah! And now I have to run over to the sink and run my brand new wounded thumb under the sink with a fucking burn under cold water, and I just squeezed it, and I said, I'm going to sleep. You left coffee on the wound. It was burning coffee. (laughs) Tell me you've changed it since then. Yeah, this is a new one. I did this one. See, look. I did this. I, it looks very pretty. So, <laughs> so I that, just I don't. So I don't know what the moral every week. I don't know what Eddie, the moral every week, of the right? story is here. There she is was so no... excited. I really thought she had some cred. And then in the middle of all that, when I'm like, "What? What is going on?" And she's like, "Well, none of the kids ever need things. It just maybe a band aid. I've never done this for real." <laughs> Say it. Say it. You have no shame. Well, I wanted to practice. You don't practice on a real wound on daddy. Uh You made me feel confident in your abilities. There was blood. 
<laughs> she tried. I think we did good. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> we put the poop band-aid on at the end. And then, yes, Candy went and they got, they had little emoji band-aids in there. I'll put a poop band-aid on it. I go, I don't. My, my thumbs expanded like 18 inches. And so they just put a poop band-aid on top of the gauze. And, I see. And that was it. That was my jam. That's, I don't even, I don't, That's I don't. See, it's now just I'm like, better prepared. That's good. I, yeah. I'm glad I could. Next time practice. you saw your thumb off, glad I, glad she'll know I what to help do. Them, kid. <laughs> she just gave me the little finger guns. I got gotcha. you. Good job, Daddy. I got you covered. Uh-huh. Remind me, new anal hooks next week. <laughs> new anal hooks. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, uh, isn't Michelle supposed to be here? Um, yeah, she was. Um, and then I got a text basically saying, hey, uh, I had a bottle of wine and I am now masturbating, so I won't be making the podcast. <laughs> Fucking that whore. was her test. <laughs> that whore. I have not gotten one since then. Yeah, I have. I got a picture. I got a picture of she's the vibrator right on the clit. <laughs> she just said, because she's hammered. She's proud. My Michelle's proud. She hosted last week. She's like, I just, this is now my uh, my reign of glory. Oh my God, that woman. That is, that is amazing. Well, okay. Well, my Michelle, if you listen to this show. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) We'll post it. Thank you. What else? Do we have anything going on? What's it's not like riding a bike? Oh, that's me. I'm assuming this is a sexual innuendo. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Remember that I got the little, the Lilo vibrator from a a very, a very nice fan. Yes, yes, absolutely. Right. And so I told myself, well, it's, I love it, but you know, it will never replace the tried and true method and. Using my own fingers, right? Well, since I got it, I have yet to go back. Well, up until last night. Because you didn't have it. Right. You left it somewhere. No, I thought to myself, I really, I got to try this. I got to go back to make sure I haven't forgotten what the fuck I'm doing. Um, I can't let it just be this. And so I tried it and I couldn't remember (laughs) how to fucking do it. It was horrible. I just picture Frank and Kathy going. It's not Frank and Kathy. I hate when you say that. I stir the egg batter. No. Wait, was it clockwise or counterclockwise? You forgot. You you forgot I your own vagina. Like, no, was it like that? You no, I was sloth of a masturbator. Was I doing it like this, or was I doing it like? Wait a minute. I couldn't remember. It took me like half an hour. I'm always determined to do it, but I. It was really... Did you finally just say, <laughs> okay, Lilo, you win? No, I was not going to give in to the Lilo. That Absolutely amazing. Not. No, it was horrible. But you relearned. The muscle memory was there. Now I have to go back and keep doing it the old way or I'm going to forget for good. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Shut up. It's not funny, you. How does that even work? I don't know. Oh, my God. It's, it's like work. I'll, I'll take a week of vacation and I'll come back and I'm like, how did I... Do exactly. This? Like I do this day in and day. I take one week off. And I'm like, what? What? Wait. Yeah, what is this? What? Yes. Huh? And it takes a little. It takes a little to it's get true. you know back in your rhythm. But I'm just gonna uh, let you guys have it. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah, just <laughs> let, let, us, let you have it. Just, let us have it. I'm looking at boobies. I'm just you know <laughs> just, just gonna let you. We have should it. check in with Unger. Unger. Why? Why? Because <laughs> you're running the chat room and you we want to know what's going on. Fucking reindeer well, of cheerfulness for dicks. You're what? What? That's the that's been posted twice. What, what does it say? Six is for dicks. What the hell does that mean? Is there? Well, you have to join the chat to know that. <laughs> oh well, I guess it's an exclusive club. Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening our listeners. <laughs> so what is it? King, uh, Are they playing King Cup? No. Um, it, so for some reason, whenever Anna joins the chat, <laughs> <she can't> <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. She gets comes. booted constantly, and she's on her sixth time joining the chat tonight. So, oh, so as you kick her out because you're the chat room moderator? No, 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 no. She, her internet drops, or her phone oh, drops it, oh, or okay. something like that. So she just, she just drops out and then has to come back in. So this is her sixth time coming yeah, back. So I understand the. And joking. then we were using her name. We for thought bands. it was something really dirty and mm. exciting. And apparently no, no, no. It's it's, it's it's chat weirdness. Yeah. We were using her name for bands earlier. Um, <laughs> she laughed we were so much when we did Leaf Blower versus Vagina. <laughs> yeah, we were we were talking was, about who would be what kind of food. She was the super laugher about what food. Who would be what you. kind of food? What would you be? Steak. Hunger would be Earl steak. Did you just see Earl the girl when I said Leaf Blower versus Vagina? 
Earl, yeah. the, Earl the girl and um, um, you were the ones that liked leaf blower yeah. versus vagina. Would you like some time maybe to try leaf blower versus vagina again? Maybe. You think about that. <laughs> you think about that, Earl the girl. Earl the girl's back. We haven't seen her in a while. She's naked. Looks good. I have nothing. I don't know what we're supposed to. Oh, I'm supposed to press a fat life button, but we don't um, have a fat life I button. Forgot. <laughs> so, I, I totally forgot. So to get I a like fet literally life don't even know what to do. You we guys are no, staring at I me, think and I'm this like, "This is the first time we haven't done a fat life topic." Pro- yes, and it's it all due to my fuck up. So, uh, so I apologize to the listeners. So what do we do? We're like just I don't know. <laughs> what do we do now? We're lost without fat. We're like topic. littles trying to fucking fix a wound. <laughs> <laughs> Just put some lube on it and go to, uh, I don't know. Oh, that's so a bummer. Okay, we're going to go there anyway. Sometimes we just want to talk about shit. So here it is. A random host. What? Nothing. Oh, I couldn't see the sign. Why'd you put it on the floor? (laughs) You are such a shit. I've had it. I'm not doing that fucking board one more time. All right, we'll do this one then. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to protect your bits. Learn some medical tips on kinky health with Kathy and Boogie. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth, Boogie, smooth. You're a true professional. (laughs) That was a seamless edit. Wasn't it seamless? seamless? Yes. So You couldn't even tell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had to make an edit. Just listen. You can hear almost here. You can almost hear it. Horrible. That is ridiculous. Some days I just don't feel. I don't feel like putting in a lot of effort. We are so professional. But it used to say a business name. She's not here. So uh, so this uh, is the new... I think I'm going to leave it. Uh, and now like we're going to start like picking up yeah. on some... I like it. <laughs> you like it as a good ring at the end? I vote yes. Okay. Well, we're, we're doing kinky health, Kathy. Okay. Uh, go ahead and... Uh, STDs. We're talking about yes. STDs. This came out of uh, our... Uh, what was it? Brainstorming session. Absolutely. Right. And uh, I was actually surprised to hear this because I thought when they mentioned it, oh, well, we've done STDs how many times? Who doesn't STD. know how to... And, and they... All chimed in and said, "Oh no, no! Everybody thinks that it's totally uh, normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this time to you know bring up condoms and ask your partners for results, but people have trouble doing it. Still, bringing up STDs, talking about all the things relating to remaining healthy, but so healthy, and the fear that. And we've talked about that before, sure. you know. And there's the yeah. fear, and then of course you don't know if people are hiding something, and if and if they're not going to disclose something small, like say like uh, you know somebody gets a, a little thing that's easy to fix with something, and they don't talk about it, and then uh, you know it, it's there's trust issues, and of course there's image because who wants to be the person known? Because you know people will start talking. So there are some realistic fears, but ultimately, if you don't do it. Uh, your reputation is going to be far worse once you're found out yeah. uh, as the other way, at least in a community. And, you know, a lot of people are scumbags and they just, you know, they don't say anything and they go through right. uh, whatsoever. But when you're in a community. Then you guys. So I thought it would be nice for if we talked about the the uh, it is an awkward, STD it, status of us. Absolutely. Just to show I have my envelope right here, by the is, way. Is that... I got it. Just this is it. it. I masturbated into it, uh, just so you could all keep it away. You could all see it, uh, you know, because it's a nice. It makes it, you know, when you squirt squirt into something, it makes a nice. Very sticky. Yeah. So I don't know. So I just brought it. I'm not going to actually like. I mean, you can read it if you want. No thanks. Because I can. (laughs) No, I mean, uh, we all go. Um, The ones that are in the more uh, committed part of what we do, um, which would be Mew and Bunny, uh, we go every few months. And we go to our little clinic. It's a little free clinic uh, down the street from here. And uh, and we get our, our basic tests. Um, if there's some sort of thing where somebody said, hey, maybe in the past they had this or that, um, we'll, we'll be more specific and they'll give us more tests. But all the general, like chlamydia, syphilis, HIV, um, I think. Wait, what's in here? I can't read. Huh? Gonorrhea. Yeah, they have the gonorrhea. So they do a pee and a, and a, and a blood test. Um, and so we just go because we have other partners. And so, uh, our family rule is, is if we've all been tested, whoever's, if we've been tested together and we know who the partners are, 
then of course we're fluid bonded and then i can grab somebody with my blood that uh is bleeding <laughs> that was candy was just all god damn it and i'm like yeah you know we just reconnected so you know otherwise i just smack your fucking face with the blood and you know <laughs> It would have been great. It would have been great. I mean, it was so very every, sad. Everybody's good. You got so, nothing. So everyone's good. Well, we yeah, we uh, we all are are pretty good about this. But it is true. You have a lot of partners, and you have to have this this talk when you start being regular with someone. Like, who are your partners? Are you know? Do you guys get tested? Do you get tested on regular? I mean, condoms are great. Condoms are absolutely um, they do help uh, and um, with a number of things, um, but they're not perfect. Uh, condoms do break. They do fall off. There are things, and ultimately, you just have to make that decision. Are we going to try to make this cool, or are we going to be really shy about it? And we try a much more kind of open, like, we do it. We just do it. This is just something we do, and you know, let's go get tested, and how often, and, and if we're going to be partners, let's just go get tested. And, 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 and we also try to make it. Like there's certain things like you know, obviously if you get herpes you have herpes you're not going to get rid of it if you get HIV you're going to have HIV you have to take medicine I mean fortunately now there's medication that you can you know live and and not have it develop into AIDS but a lot of the other things you know like chlamydia you know uh, even you know gonorrhea things like that those are pretty easily treatable they're inconvenient and you know they have some icky side effects and stuff but. You know, they can be treated. And so we try to not have anyone get shameful because it is a byproduct of sex is that sometimes, you know, there's STIs yeah. that that occur. And I think by letting, you know, our partners know, hey, we just we want to know because if like say if there's a chlamydia, fuck antibiotics, man, you take your antibiotics and, and it's done. But if we don't all know. Then now we're the symptoms are going to get worse and worse, and it and it can then become problematic. So it's so much easier. Yeah, go to the go to the mic if you want to say something, <clears throat> and just wiggle over there. Oh my god! And a lot of times there's no symptoms at all, so people don't even know they have it. Right. And then so they spread it because they don't they think that they don't have anything because there's no symptoms. But then somebody gets tested and they're like, oh and shit! Like where did I get this from? Sure. And the people, now you have like a whole bunch of people that need to go get medication because you could have it or you couldn't. Yeah. So it's just. Mm. What about you? What's your uh, Um, deal? Without partners, um, we go about every six months if we don't have any kind of activity. And then we have our protocols because we have an open relationship. It's if it's a one time thing uh, of like a sexual encounter with a person, um, that's fine. But it's limited to what we can do. If it's going to be an ongoing sexual relationship, then we would need to get tested. The person needs to get tested. We get retested unless it's been, you know, a month. Maybe I think our two is our limit. If it's been more than two months, then we'll retest again. Make sure everyone's clear. If they're going to have an ongoing sexual relation, then that person also needs to get tested just to make sure it's not going to backtrack right. to us. Are you comfortable so, talking about your uh, STD? Status? I am fully clean as of the last time I checked, which was about two months ago when I did my physical. So I've, yeah. I've never had anything, luckily. I've been very, very cautious and mm-hmm. careful. Um, the paranoia definitely helps of not wanting to. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. And then now uh, adding to the list, if there's now the super gonorrhea, which is untreatable. And I believe now there's super chlamydia. Oh, my God. Which is untreatable because of the whole getting, you know, antibiotics and everything that are just not doing yeah, anything yeah. anymore because they've they've wow. adapted that is so it's scary. it's getting scary out there now yeah you know you got to be careful you got to think about it do you guys think that this day and age uh, people still have trouble asking their partners for their results it's the same it's the same fear the same fear as as anything yeah of course it's difficult i just for some reason was naive and i thought in this day and age people don't have i mean i know i had we had it when i was in high school because it just was not a topic that was out there and easily discussed, and people had trouble bringing up condoms, and we had to be taught how to do that, and people had trouble even bringing up the notion of of getting tested. Uh, I just assumed that wasn't uh, so uh, prevalent nowadays, mm-hmm. but I'm told that's not true, that people still have trouble bringing that topic Absolutely. up. Because it's, one, it's, it's, not, it's, it's shameful in a way, and then two, it means that if I tell people they're not going to have sex with me and I'm never going to have sex again, 
there's that fear, which is what my paranoia at that time of catching something was. If I get something, I'm never going to have sex again, so better be safe. But others would rather just ignore it and say, if I get tested and find out, now I know, now I can't have sex. So I'd rather not know and inadvertently be a dick and spread it around everywhere. But it's, like you said, that fear. And it's better to just not know and, wow. you know, that's my thought. Paper though? Yeah, I, I just to kind of throw on, uh, like, the sensitivity around it, too, because, like, it's not... And you're throwing our language like I'm clean, I'm this, I'm I'm safe. Uh, those are really kind of loaded terms, <laughs> you know, when you're talking about it. So like, as far as uh, nothing is safe, nothing is. I wouldn't call something clean versus dirty. I mean, that kind of throws like a parallel, uh, like a shamefulness there, and it's already there's a lot of stigma involved. Um, when you're inter- interacting with human beings, you're you know you catch colds. The mo- the most likely thing that you're going to catch when you're poly is probably the flu. <laughs> you know, that's very common. Yeah. Um, and also I think like that's a thing too when, when you're discussing it it's, it's a pretty sensitive thing and you know generally if someone's going to be honest you have to create an environment where honesty is welcome so like um, you know if I hear someone saying something where they're like well you know I, I'm, I pride myself on my safety I never you know I'm like okay well that's great but what does <laughs> that me, fucking mean me <laughs> you know, like, do paper. you hug people like I mean one of the things that's really um, surprising that I heard on another podcast was how a lot of people catch things from their parents and so, like, you know, when your your mom kisses you, <laughs> you know, your dad, nice. or when you're born, you can catch things that way. And those are things that you're not really, you know, there's no stigma. There's nothing you did wrong. You know, I have I have someone who's close to me who got a blood transfusion when he was born in a foreign country, and he had a disease from that. Right. Nothing he did. He was four years old. <laughs> you know, so these are things that, um, you know, to have a lot of shame to go along with that. I mean, it's important to have an environment where you can discuss it openly. But also be aware, like, when you're interacting with human beings, we're, everybody's contagious as fuck. <laughs> you know, there's flu, there's there's bird shit. I don't know, whatever else there is that you, you can catch uh, SARS. I don't, don't want to catch bird shit. I don't know. <laughs> I see about. a flock of birds <laughs> flying over. I move very yeah, quickly like, out of range or find know, shelter. You take the precaution you know, wear a hat. I, you know, like, I mean, I guess you could wear a rubber hat at the beach could. or something <laughs> and yeah. try to protect myself from bird shit. But, I mean, yeah. it's a, a thing where you have to assess what level of, of comfort you're willing to take and how much human interaction are you going to limit because... Like you could walk around like in a hazmat suit. Don't touch anyone. Don't share food. Don't share drinks. Whatever. Yeah, you'll be pretty isolated. You'll probably never catch anything, but you might. <laughs> you know, you might catch something yeah, from know. eating at a restaurant. <laughs> you know, so it's one of those things. Like just Chipotle. to sort of, you know, <laughs> when you discuss it and when you want that kind of open disclosure, just to be kind of aware that it's, you know, not to stigmatize it so much. There's a lot of people that. That's are really. I mean, uh, my, most of these things are basically just skin irritations. Is what it, it'd be the same as psoriasis yeah. or eczema or. And to know e- about eczema? this, too, yeah. I mean, I, I suffered from really bad <laughs> acne when I was a teenager. I still get it as an adult. I mean, sure. that to me is pretty troubling, <laughs> and I would hate for someone to go, "You acne, you're filthy. Like, you know, you need <laughs> right. to wash your face." I get so much unsolicited advice when I was a teenage girl that I was like, yeah, thanks. Please tell me more about the product you want to sell me for my acne and, you know, how I'm a bad person. <laughs> I'm like, it's just fucking genetics, <laughs> you know? So, like, a lot of people will, will throw their baggage on you and you look at the symptoms to any disease, you know, chances are you just have to look like, okay, what's the worst that would happen if this happened to me? And that's, uh, you know. I mean, and there is a way to make it kind of sexy because ultimately condoms suck balls fucking deal with it i don't like them i have problems with impotency they make me more impotent if i'm not really really fucking if the medicine's not working sorry i just use my fingers um but that's just a reality the reality is is do i want to have sex okay well then figure out how to fucking make it work but there is ways that you can i mean just like paper doll said like making it this is a normal thing and i'm not going to judge you if you have an sti um uh, we may have to take special precautions or we, we may have to limit, depending on the type of SDI you have, we may have to limit the types of play that we have. But it doesn't mean that I judge you as a person. It doesn't mean we can't have a certain level of contact. It just means that we have to protect ourselves. But then there's the other end where you know you have to have this conversation. Now you can make it sexy. Now you can be like, you can start teasing like to motivate people to get tested you can be oh, these are the things that i get to do with you after we get our tests because we've done the adult thing and i want to have sex with adults so you can start talking about you know and you can kind of kind of basically you're baiting people <laughs> you know by kind of just saying these are the rewards 
of taking care of yourself. These are the rewards of being responsible. I don't just give you my fucking cock for free. You know, this is, this is, you know, having me share myself with you. That's something special. So I want people to take care of themselves just like you want me to take care of myself. And so I go and get my little blood test. So, you know, and then it just kind of becomes a reward system because it is unsexy to just talk. You know, you don't. It, it's a boner killer when you're like herpes. It's just, <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, herpes. I mean, for me, maybe I'm sick because, like, if I get HIV, I know I can go to Thailand and fuck everybody for five bucks. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> but think about I'm it. Like, insane. Well, half the prostitutes, you know, in a lot of these countries have, there's a high rate of HIV. So you're like, well, I'm not going to go on a big sex fest in Thailand because I don't have Africa. HIV and I don't want it. But if you get it, right? Just say that was a joke, please. You could just sexual <laughs> tourism. <laughs> but there's so much the record. <laughs> but there's so much sex trafficking that it really is the awareness of that just kills all. I mean, you just got to keep it in fantasy. In my fantasy, all the girls in Thailand are there because they want it and they love sex <laughs> and they're waiting for me for five bucks. When in reality, it's all sex traffic and you're fucking a piece of shit, ruining people's lives right. by forcing them into sex. And pro- I get it. And half okay. of them are boys. But it doesn't mean we talked really? about this yesterday. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> what? I totally That's a missed boner that. killer. <laughs> I said half of them are boys. You guys are taking this to a really dark place. <laughs> I know. So I was going to compliment Boogie for, for like. Uh, Putting a really positive spin on a unique uh, thing. <laughs> 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 Someone's been a little weird. This like, is all you. By the way, when you go to a prostitute and she looks all made up and there's a lot of makeup and she says, "Oh my god, I love it up the ass. I just like, I just like it up the ass." That's a guy. It's a dude. Yeah, it's a dude. Just get over it. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you have personal experience with this, Buggy. <sighs> You know, there was college, <laughs> and uh, no, I don't have fear, but I know, I surely know. I know a lot of people that have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, uncomfortable topic, but it's good. But that is we it? Have it? Let's let's yeah, talk. Let's talk about it until topic. it's well. Let's talk about it until it's, it's not. always going to be uncomfortable. No, it's it doesn't never have to comfortable be. for me to tell a partner, "Hey, I have herpes. I only get a cold sore like once every two years. I know way in advance when it's happening." And I don't let anybody near my cup, and I know exactly when it's ready. I'm ready to kiss or, you know, give you a blowjob. But it's never going to be fun. It's never going to be uh, something that is easy, ever. I'm sorry. But it could be less traumatic. Well, less traumatic, yes, because, you know, it wasn't... It was like Paper Doll was saying. I've, I, I know I've had this since I was a kid because lived, uh, you know, my parents are Argentinian and everybody hugs and kisses everybody. And sure. I, you know, was unfortunately you're told go give your uncle a kiss, give your aunt a kiss. And before, I mean, I was I think 11 when I got a cold sore for the first time. I didn't know right. what it was. Uh, it wasn't until later I realized, oh shit, I, I've got herpes. I better get that ointment and. You know, sometimes I go five years without an outbreak, but it doesn't matter. It's it's not an easy thing to do, and I don't know that anyone will ever convince me that um, it will be a, a non-issue or something that I could I could just bring up casually. It's it's tough. So. Yeah, I mean that that I think is a, the thing is when I heard about the idea that you get it from parents and stuff. I have a friend who just had a baby, and one of her her aunts um, has you know cold sores and. She was trying to make it clear, like, okay, my my kid was in the NICU, so I really want nobody to kiss or touch my baby. And this mom was like, well, you can't tell me not to kiss the baby. And, and, you know, nobody wants to allow children to have boundaries. And I'm like, no, you fucking tell her. (laughs) You know, like, you can set the boundaries, not not just about not catching someone else's disease, but also just that's something I hope to teach my children, too, is like, no, you should be able to say, like, no, I I don't want to give this person a hug. Oh, they bought me a birthday gift. No, you don't owe them a hug. Exactly. (laughs) And and I grew up in a time like Kathy where it was like, no, no, go go give your uncle a hug. Go go kiss your shriveled-ass grandma. Right, go say thanks for that (laughs) gift you didn't ask for. And I'm like, no, fuck this. You know, people touch you. you, you, And that's a lot of where things came from because people were not very safe in, you know, the free-living 60s or whatever, and then they fucked it up for everybody. So Mm -hmm. thanks, baby. Boomers. <laughs> 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 there goes paper doll. <laughs> I'm, I'm an old lady too. <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, okay, let's get into something more cheery. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. It's really important that we tell you that none of us are therapists or experts, so please. Uh, 
I know you're pointing to yourself, Boogie, but you're not. I got a certificate online that says so. Um, I got a certificate right there. I just printed it out like 30 minutes ago. Both of you guys. Specifically for this podcast. Certificates don't mean anything. I got Photoshop (laughs) 5.5 from 1983. (sighs) This is an email we got from Zom. She says, big fan, love your podcast. You always talk about something that is relatable in my life every time I listen. I had to say it like that because you put a period after each word, so nice. I had to emphasize. Nice. She says, she I, wants to know. <laughs> she says, I have a boyfriend who is Polly and is married to a close friend of mine. We have been together since May and partake in kinky fun about once a week. I fall into the secondary role, and I'm okay with this because I'm a full-time student. We love each other, and our relationship has had no drama and makes us both very happy. I also have a lesbian girlfriend. She has asked me to be, she has asked to be my primary, which works out because she needs more attention and is closer to my age than my boyfriend. At first, she was fine with the arrangement. However, as time has gone on, she has increasingly pushed for me to break up with him. I have told her I am not breaking up with him. What do I do? I love both of them, but something has to give. Pull those fangs back, mister. No. Well, uh, these are some pretty, uh, for me, these are pretty cut and dry things. Well, sure, um, for you. For and me. actually, and, and I got to say, for me too, I'm sorry, the minute someone, a lover would say uh, that, I'm like, I, I mean, I would have a problem. You know, ulti- if this was a situation, I'll start with the, the potentials, the, maybe this is a good a bit, bit of advice that the new lover is giving her. If the new lover sees that this person is in a bad relationship, this person is a negative influence in their life, they're toxic, there's actual evidence of negative behaviors or things like that, then absolutely the encouragement of, hey, maybe this other relationship isn't the best for you. There's nothing wrong with voicing your opinion about your, whatever you call them, the other person's um, other person. There is nothing wrong with sharing your opinion, especially if it's based in evidence. In this case, it really doesn't sound like this. This sounds like a disingenuine person who started a relationship with somebody that was very forthcoming and disclosed. I am in another relationship. This is how it's going to work. And that they tried to manipulate them out of their other relationships so they could have them all to themselves. And uh, and there are so many reasons why that is completely toxic, negative uh, to everyone involved, and that I would never do. I would absolutely never do this. Now then, on the on the bigger scale of fuck it, do whatever you want, be happy, do whatever you want. Fine, if this one lover is better than the other lover, you uh, you make a choice. But the bottom line is, right now you have to make a choice. Because there's a shitstorm going on on the other end. You Because if I was in a relationship with someone, I wrote down, it sounds like weird math, like because you're this person, that person. But if I am, say I'm the boyfriend, and my lover is dating someone who is talking shit about me and trying to get them to sabotage my relationship with that person, that is hugely disrespectful. That is hugely... Uh, sabotaging who I am as a person and trying to manipulate somebody I care about and so I have no fucking respect for that person. I don't care if there's there's maybe some dislike or ah, I, I don't like them that much. That's fine. But when somebody is actively trying to sabotage your relationship for their benefit, that's a sick fucking person. And I would not be, if you stayed with that person, if you, if you, aren't, if you aren't just a little bit pissed off that somebody you're in relationship is trying to sabotage your relationship that you enjoy being in, if you're not a little bit pissed off for the boyfriend or for the other partner that they're trying to sabotage, if you're not protective of them, then I got a problem with you. Because if anyone that I am playing with all of a sudden starts going, well, you know, starts doing that fucking thing, well, you know, Bunny's, you know, Bunny's really, you know, you should get rid of her and blah, blah, blah. Or they said, you know, Mew, you know, uh, you know, and started to fuck you, get the fuck out, bitch. You don't fucking belong here. And I would hope that my lovers feel that same kind of respect towards me. Right. Now, uh, continuing with what you said at the beginning, there are absolutely instances where um, 
this is isn't happening maliciously. Like for instance, if uh, let's say her lover thinks it's okay or actually is okay with it, but over time starts to realize, you know what, this actually isn't working for me. And in that case, if someone I were in a relationship with were respectful enough and mature enough to say, look, we need to have a sit down because I know I told you at the beginning that I was okay with this, but I have been getting increasingly more upset. um, And I I don't know how we're going to resolve this. I know this is a problem. uh, And I know it's not all your problem. And frankly, I'm really upset about this. And Let's open a dialogue. Let's start discussing it. I have a great deal of respect for somebody who says yeah, something like that. There's nothing wrong with because, having feelings and saying your feelings have yeah. changed and who you thought you were going to be. Abyss and I went through that. Exactly. Our entire, and, and you're you know, already that. in a relation, a loving relationship. So it's not a relationship that you can say, fuck you, go away. Especially because that person was at least respectful and did it in a mature fashion. Sure. So it doesn't sound like that's what happened here because no, I because don't have she's that already much. Told, because she's already told the, the girlfriend. I'm not leaving him. Stop doing this. Yeah. Then then you have a choice. A tough choice. But it is a choice. You are not going to continue in this relationship with both of these partners. But it is. One's got to go. It is a tough. Because this person's not going to stop trying to sabotage you. Totally get it. But it's tough. It's tough when you are already in love yeah, with that person. Yeah, and that's person. I understand feelings yeah. and stuff like that, but the the reality is But you're is, right that she has to understand uh Zom who wrote to us that her her responsibility in this. If you're you're seeing like you said a shitstorm coming down the pike and if you don't realize that you're the one who has to make a stand here, then oh, I hate saying this, but you you're going to get what you deserve because yeah. you're sitting on the sidelines. Allowing it to happen. Yeah. It sucks that you're in a position now where you have to say something, but unfortunately you are. Ask your ask your dom and your other partner that you're in the poly relationship right. with how they how they feel about that. Give them a chance because if they don't know what's going on, now they're gonna be blindsided with what it is so you have an ob- when something like that is occurring where somebody is saying you need to make a choice you need to get rid of this other partner you at that point i believe the other partners need to be informed that there is conflict like a major we're not talking about like oh this feeling or that or some jealousy or or a little bit of that we're talking about somebody that is actively saying you should get rid of this person and stick with me i think at that point you have an obligation to disclose that to the partners that are being affected by that because your attitude, because now they're fucking with your head and now you're you know, trying, hey, I want to keep everyone happy. And ultimately, ah, I and don't know. She also says Can't in another it. part of her email that she told her, her partner, her, her lesbian girlfriend, uh, look, th- the relationship with my boyfriend may actually uh, dissolve into nothing. If that time ever comes, sure. then then I will be closer to you. But I am making no promises because I am polyamorous that I will not get into another relationship with somebody else. Why would you want to be with somebody like that, though? That's going to literally sabotage you and then wait, because now all that you're going to do is be in a fucking relationship with someone that is currently resenting the people that you care about and waiting. It's like a fucking dude that's waiting for a chick to be single and they just sit at the sidelines and like, I'm going to get her the fucking second chica. You know, it's just that's shitty. Why would you? That's a toxic, that's a horrible picture. That's a toxic <laughs> fucking person. Yeah, I get it. Uh, that they're waiting. I think that um, and what's, hoping what's needed here is for her to sit down with her partner and uh, really discuss what's going on. Because, look, I'm going to play devil's advocate and assume that maybe this girl isn't that mature and hasn't even questioned herself that much. What would happen if she sat her down and said? Talk to me some more. When did this feeling come up? Were you lying to me from the beginning? Or did this just happen? And how did it happen? And what exactly do you see happening here? Tell me what you think the outcome should be. I've told you I'm polyamorous. I told you it's never going to work or you're my only one. So tell me what to do. Put it back on her. Because that that might help things. It's, it's very easy to sit back and say, well... This is my ultimatum, and this is uh, the way it's going to be, or or I'm having this issue, and then hand that problem over to your lover and say, fix this for me. You know, turn the tables and say, you fix it. How would you fix it? You know I'm polyamorous. You know this isn't going to happen. Now you tell me what you want to happen. Right. And to go to the extreme side of it, how do you know this isn't going to stop there? 
How do you know that she's not going to start dissecting friends out? Oh, I don't like this person. I Which don't is like actually that you, it, what, and grow until you're. It totally it's sounds just like you and me now. Totally sounds Everyone like else so this gone. person has been plotting, and this and that that this shows evidence of psychological issues that you have to ask: Do I really want to be with someone that's like this? Because this people that try to sabotage and try to say you need to get away from this person and be with me—that's codependent. That's obsessive compulsive. That, there are so many. There are so many things. So maybe it's not. Maybe this person's just innocent and scared, and like Kathy said, they just need a firm talking to to where they see the error of their ways. That's great. Yeah. But could, the likelihood is the too. likelihood is is that this is a person that is developing toxic feelings, that is developing toxic agendas, that sh- this person doesn't give a fuck about the feelings. Like, if my partners had other partners and they feel strongly, and of course all the, you know, the people we play with sometimes Mew or Bunny feel stronger about this person or that person. Um, I have to respect that, you know, I'd like, why would I want to fucking sabotage that and be like, Oh, you shouldn't feel, I don't know. No, it's true. But it could also, it could help her a lot. If Zahn sits, sits her girlfriend down and, and gives her the, the speech and makes her, um, be the one who's going to try and solve this and what she gets in return is a whiny needy mean person that hasn't come out up until this point because that that actually has mm-hmm. happened to me sure. when you force somebody else to stand up on the stage and be the one who's going to run, uh, call the shots they reveal their true nature and that's oftentimes for, especially this type of person who is is pushing someone to do something that clearly is not in their best interest their true colors start showing and that often makes your next decision a lot easier because sure. this person who up until now has just been uh, as quietly as possible pushing for this and not saying much now is coming off as someone who's truly ugly that your decision just got a hundred times easier Sometimes you have to let go of what you have to get what you want. What is that, Papi Ramon? Laying some wisdom on us. If you if you love something, set it free. (laughs) Similar, yeah. But put a GPS in its ankle so you can hunt it down and fuck it in a van. What? (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, I could I, I could write really good I could write really good fortune <laughs> cookies. <laughs> First, I got to go back to my STI test. What? I'm negative, but I'm like I can't read it well. But it says trachomatis, trachomatis negative. Whatever it is, I don't have it, but I don't know what that is. Paper doll, do you know what that is? Tra- it says like trachomatis. It's like T R A C H O M A T I S. What? It's a parasite. <laughs> they tested me for worms like a fucking dog? <laughs> like, did I come into the clinic dragging my ass on the carpet? I mean, like... But do you have yeah. distemper? Or huh? Do I get distemper shot? <laughs> did you put go to a the correct me? clinic? Maybe they you went to the animal health. clinic. Did I go... Oh, oh you went to the wrong shit. one. The vet clinic. clinic. <laughs> oh, my God. Parvo, negative. <laughs> rabies. <laughs> rabies, <laughs> negative. Oh, my God. Hey, rabies are no joke. <laughs> no wonder it was free. <laughs> Fuck. Oh wait, no, fun. never mind. You said free, then, and, and they'll charge you four hundred. Oh yeah, the vet. Yeah, you you, yeah, you fart mind. on a cat. Four hundred <laughs> bucks. Jesus Christ. Hey, Papi Ramon actually has a, a story to tell. <sighs> what? What is? I I don't even know. <laughs> tell us what you did. <sighs> okay, so uh, me and my Michelle went out on a, on a date, and she got and drunk and, and masturbated <laughs> on the date. <laughs> And we went to two Flemings, which is a very, very nice steak dinner. I, I love got, Flemings. I got a couple gift cards, and so we're like, "All right, let's go on a date night, let's get some some good steak." So you know, we have our date, and and the bill comes, we paid, and it was still a pretty high bill. And so I jokingly paid and said, "You know, you owe me sex now, right?" <laughs> and she's like, "No." I go, "Yeah." I go, "I I just dropped two hundred dollars on steak. You owe me sex, at least a blowjob, at least a blowjob." <laughs> And so we banter back and forth, and you know, you're negotiating. Argue, argue, yeah, arguing about. You got it. down to a hand job with a glove. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a joke, I jumped onto uh, a Facebook group oh. of kinky people, and I said, "Hey, I need a consensus. If you buy a woman a steak dinner, don't you at least deserve a blowjob?" Oh my god! Oh, it went horribly bad. 
<laughs> you uh, fucking I, troll dude. Did you have to deactivate your account? <laughs> no. <laughs> it yeah, it, it took a left at Albuquerque and uh, <laughs> not the way I was expecting. I guess I forgot to put the JK or the winky face. Yeah. To say you know, uh, it's a joke. I'm but just these trying are kinky people. Yeah. Oh. I thought at least I thought some oh, had a sense no, of humor, no, but no. no. The I, special snowflakes I, yeah. came out in force. <laughs> oh yeah, and stormed on. And <laughs> yeah, they eventually, and I think it's about an hour and a half before somebody deleted the post. <laughs> it got wow. that bad. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but it was a lot, but not a lot. And then you're like, and, and then you can't say you can't come in and say I was joking. I oh, there so was like, so much I wanted to say. I went through so many emotions. I went through this. Oh my god! And then I kind of went through a little bit of anger. Like fuck these people and. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to be sarcastic as shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm yeah, just, you just I'm go just, in. I'm just going to yeah. walk away. I'm going to leave it alone. I was actually going to delete the post. And then I couldn't find it. I'm like, oh, they did it for me. All right. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, now I, you're I like talking to my Michelle. It. And you're like, hey. <laughs> so who's they? Michelle, you got to go into this post and write that post? it was a joke. Probably one of the moderators. Of what? Of the Facebook there's a few moderators in in the page. It's like a private group. So what 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 terms of use did you violate? You pissed I, everyone but off. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> so they randomly delete posts depending on moderator. What they feel if you like. if you're the moderator, oh, nice. you, can, you can delete it. It depends if on the moderator. Facebook uh, doesn't delete it. It's the person it's who's the, the person. Ad, yeah, the person who's the administrator. Because it's a private group. group. So it's was not to It'd everybody. It'd be like if something went out of hand on perverted podcast and it was just toxic and negative. I'm like, fuck you, fucking who emos. Who runs that group? I can delete that. I don't know if I should say. Oh, no, yeah. don't say it. No. Yeah, it's someone in the yeah, community. Yeah, yeah. It's someone in the community. Yeah. So they, I, I know a few of them in the community. Maybe they understood some, that it was a joke. Some actually came and defended me. Like, if you know him, you know this is a joke. And they got <laughs> You know it. he's talking about me. his girlfriend. <laughs> and so, but I thought people, enough people know me. I've posted enough to know. I'm kind of sarcastic. I have a little bit of a morbid humor. Thinking they would understand this was a joke. Not on, not on the no, internet. No. no, it's great. It's good. And the fodder, people who though. did really know me were like, "Hey, this is obviously a joke." He doesn't. I, mean I it, really, you know. you know, the only the real failure is is that you didn't copy and paste that and read these <laughs> comments because fucking with special snowflakes is such a just a nipple hardening joy. To. Oh, I wanted to so badly. Just yeah, lighten up. Yeah, lighten the fuck up. God damn it. Wow. Yeah. So that was. That was my goof. Of That's real good. <laughs> I'm, I'm making an executive decision to, to um, okay. What? We've had some heavy topics. I am not going into this topic I this week. I knew you were going to well, do we're this. we're at an hour. We're I, at an hey, hour. I, so I'm with you because that was a heavy topic. Yeah, and we don't need to talk about that. We are going into it, and it does have to do with the Olympic sex scandal and the molestation and parenting and, yeah. But we'll get, let's do that next week. We're okay. just going to say But should we just one last time check in with the chat room because we still don't <laughs> Unger, know what the fuck is going on. Unger, is, is there some other clever inside joke that we should know about? Goram right there is. Goriam Wright? What? what? Did you just like... S- Why do sticks and paper doll <laughs> laugh at everything he says? The rest of us don't know what this Go- is. Goriam Wright is like... You just, did you just try to musket something or what? No, everybody in the, who's in the chat gets it. Oh, so it's an actual word. Yeah. yeah. Goriam Wright. Goriam. Uh, G-O-R-A-M. Go- okay. Uh, Goriam. Goriam Wright. Like okay. the, the gore? No, it's not gore. Like gore, the no, no, old no. archaic. Do you uh, want me to bring fic- the books in? Sticks, what is it? Why please? we have them Just in the library? Which people would have we're, we're talking about the old show uh, Firefly right now. So uh. it, t- it took place in the future, and most people spoke a combination of Chinese and Ameri- and English. Okay, got it. Okay, which is okay. similar to Blade Runner. I haven't seen the new Blade Runner. Neither have I. Which I want to. I heard it but was I'm good. I'm not buying the scotch. Huh? No. And not buying this also <laughs> like used in Demolition Man, kind of with your yeah. Oh my god, yeah. we're just going true, full yeah. tilt nineties nerd Actually, here. Sticks had something he wanted to say. Sticks, say something. Just don't crank the microphone. Uh, since we are talking about the chat room right now, a uh, bit of a public service announcement. If you want to think of it like that, um, so the the chat is basically open twenty four seven and it has been for a while. Yeah. Uh, it's, we're getting the word out that you know, other people can talk with anybody else who's in the chat room at the same time like during the rest of the week and um, it is also possible to get apps on your phone to connect to an IRC chat which is what we have uh, so we should have uh, instructions for that in, in the near future that people can look at on FET. <laughs> he asked me, hey, Ken, uh, you know, we should put instructions up. Yeah. I go, good, just, you know what, write it out and tell me what to put in there. Yeah, and just I'll copy, copy and paste. Because I have yeah. no And a number of us do clue. pop in throughout the week and just go, hey, what's going on in the chat? Because So where do they find the chat room? 
Yeah, that's okay. a big well, they can go to the Perverted Podcast website and click on the at pervertedpodcast.com <laughs> and go to the live chat page. Okay. Yeah. You're good. That's quite a plug. Okay, here's what we're working on just before we uh, get out cuz I'm going to have like girls make out. I just I have to I have to see some shit. Um, <laughs> on the show or are you kicking in No, out no, after? right now. Oh, wait. Oh, wait a minute oh, now. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh they're Thank touching you. each other. Bunny's now groping. They're just yes, I want you I just I was going to talk about us getting a voicemail so our listeners could actually call in and leave messages, <laughs> oh, but yeah, now they're well, groping each other's quick. boobs. Just do that quickly. They're groping. I, you Kathy see it all the time. Oh. Kathy? God. He acts like this is the first time he's seeing it. You know, that's why they like it's me. It's always the first time. They is like it? me. <laughs> they like me because it's it's new and exciting really to just like see you. that. it's it's. I'm an amazing All right, so Perverted Podcast wants to what? get a... <laughs> ah, not hearing. Boobies. All right, I'm done. Look, boobies. No, no, no. Just hit the button. Okay, no. no. Oh, she just giggled and jiggled. <laughs> <laughs> that was a... Oh, there's more jiggling. <laughs> Giggle, ch- wait, wait, wait. Um, Candy, can, can you just <laughs> you fucking voyeur? Can you like give Bunny like a big sexy kiss? Can you just like grab her right now? Just do that. Can you do that? Just oh, just, oh my, oh, oh, grab her hair. Oh fuck, that was nice. Bunny, can you just maybe just give a little, just a caress, just a gentle caress, like just under all the girl's boob. They're so amazing. Just. That's it. Oh, my God. That is. Porn has gone down the tubes because <laughs> people don't like fake stuff. They like to see people touch each other that like to touch each other. But our listeners can't see any of this. But I see that Sucks for to be them. them. <laughs> <laughs> is that like an invite? Come to the Love Lab. Bye. Maybe. You're not invited to your taco party. You just <laughs> <laughs> okay, fuck it. I'll do four. A mill and four. Uh, okay, we're trying to get a voicemail, and uh, so we'll do that. And if you have any ideas of how to do that cheaply, and so people can just call on their cell phone and leave. And international is our big conflict right now. How do we do that international? Because you found some place you could do it for five bucks a month. Yeah, you can do it, but I don't know if that's just if that there's charges and if they have a UK. Try you know, try Google Voice and see if they okay. I think they're free because you can basically and use, so people can get call, a people call from their cell phone anywhere, and it calls to Google. And then they can relay it to your phone if you want it to. No, no, no. But they can I also want, no, leave no, no, no. I just want a voicemail. I, know, I don't. But I don't want listeners calling me on the phone. <laughs> but they should be no. able to leave voicemails there, and they'll actually even translate into text as well. Nice. Right. I just want the message. I just, say, I just think it would be great because people are more, more, they get their little moment, you know, and join us on the show, and mm-hmm. and we put stuff on the show. They can actually ask great. their questions themselves. No, oh, the girl, can you just run your hand slowly, like from <laughs> Bunny's shin? And just caress and like grab it like you mean it, like grab from the shin and now just scratch, just oh, upper leg. Oh, look at that. Oh my god, that's so nice. This is fun, I'm giving instructions. <laughs> I'm like, this, um, topping now from the then, side. Topping from the yeah, side. Yeah, you're topping from the side. <laughs> no, no, no. I have, I have some dynamics going on here. And you now, hit the nail on the head. And now, Bunny, could you just take both of your hands and Use both of your index fingers and just shove it up both of their assholes. Just fucking, <laughs> just 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 lick both See, fingers real quick. You went too far. And just just right. You went too far. <laughs> just pop. No. No. You never talked about Mew under the table there. No tacos for you. Oh. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Look at our sad buddy looks. <laughs> what do you mean, no tacos? It was a joke, honey. I'll make you tacos. <laughs> Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight, especially to Unger and everybody in the chat room. Yeah. To Papi Ramon for guest hosting. Yeah. To Mew under the table. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing down. To the three lovely ladies who just groped each other. Yay! And to Sticks and Paper Dolls. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And we will be a little, little gore mommy again. Next <laughs> week is the poetry show. Is it next week? Yes, it is. I'm going to write some fucked up erotic poetry. Uh, Kathy, you going to write some fucked I up erotic? I will write. I don't know what I'm going to write. All right. Yet, can, hey, any of our listeners that are, that are attending... Um, or even listening, if you want to write some short little teeny poem that's fucked up and dirty, 
send it to us, pervertedpodcast at gmail.com, or put it on our FetLife profile, and we'll read it during the show, because it is fun to read. And if any of our fine guests want to come in and read, like, a dirty poem that they wrote, very short, like 100 words or less, then let's do it. Let's bring poetry back, dirty poetry. It's going to be good. I'm rubbing Mew's hand on my cock right now, and I I'm staring you, you in the yourself. eye. I'm no, that's a hand. No, that's you <laughs> rubbing yourself. No, look, no hands, still rubbing. I don't still see look any at that. rubbing. <laughs> look at that. Because you put a blanket over. I can't see anything. I can't move the blanket. Whatever, they get it. Yeah, that's right. Fine. Now I'm humping her hand. All right, humping yeah, her that's hand. right. I'm treating her hand like it's a butthole, and I'm fucking... <laughs> You are not allowed to be covered anymore. I'm I'm, showing everybody your shame. I'm just butt fucking her hand right now. Just giving. You're not butt fucking. I am butt fucking your hand like her hand was a butt Butt fucking her hand. I'm getting a hand blow job. Make sure you use Neosporin. Ah! (laughs) No more Neosporin. (laughs) All right. The song that's coming up right now is called Right There. We just did a new version of it, a female version of it for Zua. So here's the original male version of it. And we will see you guys next week for show 139. I met an angel. She took my last quarter. She said it was for her parking meter. And I, I melted right But swore she was honest She looked at my palm And she called me a prophet And I, I Melted right there Oh, taste my wine I'm entranced by the sound Of your orchestral voice Oh, you're quite a fine Yes, it's true Walked on the ocean and tasted the salt breeze She made a crown for me, made out of seaweed And I, I, I melted right there I told her my thoughts of fate versus luck And she asked me if now was a good time to fucking know From the cold with our souls intertwined No stress on the mind I'm subdued While I was sleeping I heard my love weeping I opened my eyes And away she was creeping And I, I Melted right there She left me was vague and deceiving She said that she loved me But had to be 